This episode of Weekly Weird News is sponsored by Bespoke Post and by Raycon. Throughout this never-ending pandemic, and especially at the beginning, a phrase heard often was that nature is healing. And that was often followed by, we are the virus. Now, this was usually in reference to stuff like clean air and water and wildlife returning to areas inhabited by humans now that so many humans were working from home and avoiding unnecessary trips outside. But it quickly became a meme with social media posts showing evidence that nature is healing, like scooters returning to the river, the Loch Ness Monster returning to the surface, and yodeling children returning to Walmart. But there absolutely have been examples of wildlife using the global pandemic as an excuse to finally reclaim the land that humans stole from them. And the latest example of this comes from the French Mediterranean island of Corsica, which is home to 15,000 cattle which roam freely and especially enjoy Corsica's lovely beaches. And now, after over a year of having those beaches mostly to themselves, these cattle are no longer interested in sharing with humans. Here's the New York Post. The French-owned Mediterranean island has over 15,000 cows who have become unusually headstrong after a year of lockdown. Tourists returning to the island's famed beaches are now fighting over their spots of sand with the bovine horde. One man was sent to the hospital after being gored in the neck on a beach in Lotu. Another herd of cows chased tourists down a popular street. And in the mountain village of Lozi, a 70-year-old woman was flown to hospital with a severe leg wound after being attacked while hanging out her laundry, according to the Times of London. Quote, the lady was wounded two centimeters from the femoral artery, Lozi Mayor Francois Aquaviva told local newspaper Corsi. If this goes on, there will be deaths. In the southern part of the island, near Ajaccio, beaches were closed after crowds of cattle were caught damaging cars, private property, and rampaging through picnics. Quote, tourists laugh at this as folklore and take pictures, but it's a real pest, a local counselor told the paper. And one animal rescue official warned, when you see that the cows are heading in a particular direction, it is best to give them priority. You know where this wouldn't happen. Anywhere where you can get your hands on an AR-15, which could take care of, if let's say, 30 to 50 feral hogs. 30 to 50,000 cows. Well, yeah, I mean, one person, I would say 30 to 50 feral hogs, 10 to 20 feral cows. That's that's free meat right there. Yes, and then you cook it and eat it. It's delicious. It's pretty lean meat ju- yeah. due to how these uh, these cows are raised and led, let to just roam the island freely. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, can still make a good stew out of that. It also reminds me of uh, where uh, Ja Rule tried to do his uh, festival that was inhabited by pigs, like with the original spot. Yeah. It was like Pig Island. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll all have fun on Pig Island. What if we all just had a music festival where these pigs roam free? Yeah, they should have a music festival on Corsica and just see what happens. Are yeah. you a bad enough dude to, uh, like, you know, if you really want to be here on this beach at this festival... You're going to have to duck and dive. The cows are not going to like you there. It'll be like the videos from Woodstock 99, except when they're swimming through human shit, they're now swimming through uh, cow shit. Yeah. Yeah. Which, if you leave it out long enough, free party drugs. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Yeah, the shrooms grow naturally. It's wonderful. Clearly, these cattle have grown accustomed to a more peaceful, relaxed, and human-free lifestyle over the past year and a half. And they will not be going quietly. Uh, You people had it great for a long time. And now it's the cow's turn. It's called sharing. Yeah. We should all learn to do a bit more of it. This is the century of the cow. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) Meanwhile, down in Argentina, nature is also healing in a way that's annoying the hell out of locals. And in this case, the affected locals are some of the wealthiest people in the entire country. And instead of cows, it's capybaras, the world's largest rodent. Most of us outside of... uh, South America, we first became aware of capybaras during the 2016 Rio Olympics when these dog-sized guinea pigs were seen hanging out on golf courses during Olympic golf events, completely unfazed by all the commotion and uninterested in giving golfers room to do their things. They are they are cute. I love these animals. Yes, they're they're adorable. Like, I don't know. They're like tiny little elephants almost. They're yeah. Like, they seem harmless enough. They, they're furry. They're like a they're like an animal that George Lucas would come up with. They're, yeah, uh, and sell merchandise about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, the, the capybara's facial expression of calm indifference to everything happening around it it makes it hard to hate. You got to be a real asshole if you got a problem with the capybaras. But the wealthy residents of one of Argentina's most exclusive gated communities they hate the capybaras or uh, carpinchos as they're known locally. And they hate them simply for existing in their natural habitat the way that they always have. Mm. Turns out if you build a neighborhood on wetlands, you're going to get some wetland creatures in the neighborhood and they're going to do some things that might be incompatible with your lifestyle. Here's the Guardian. 
Nordelta is Argentina's most well-known gated community, an enclave of spacious homes for the rich amid a dreamy landscape of lakes and streams north of Buenos Aires. But environmentalists question its very existence because it's built on the wetlands of Piranha, the second most important river in South America after the Amazon. Now, however, nature is fighting back against Nordelta's well-heeled residents. In recent weeks, the community has been invaded by capybaras, who have destroyed manicured lawns, bitten dogs, and caused traffic accidents. Quote, they not only destroy gardens, but their excrement has also become a problem, one local man told the daily La Nacion, complaining that local wildlife officials had prohibited residents from touching the large rodents. Some Nordelta residents are reported to have responded by bringing out their hunting rifles, but many other Argentinians have taken to social media to defend the rodents, known locally as carpinchos. Uh, in politically polarized Argentina, progressive Peronists see Nordelta as the enclave of an upper class eager to exclude common people, and with tongue only partly in cheek, some have portrayed the capybaras as a rodent vanguard of the class struggle. Yeah, and there are... little signs with, like, capybaras, their fists up yet? Oh, there is, uh... Wearing berets? Yes, the memes... The memes out there of the uh, carpinchos and what they're doing for the struggle are are truly incredible. You just go on Google Images or Google Search... Just look up Nordelta Carpinchos or Nordelta Carpincho memes. Yeah. Uh, it's one of those animals where, like, all if you just put it in Photoshop and then put, added angry eyebrows to it, completely changes the way this thing looks. Don't want to be anywhere near it. Yeah. Very angry. The I think what's so surreal about the, uh, the capybara is, like, the, the head-to-body size ratio is a like bit Because it's, like, a odd. big, like, nose yeah, the head is, like, thing. half the body. It's like a hippo, but, like, a Yeah, it's like a little hippo. hippo. Yeah, that's a yeah. better comparison. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you got, there's all these, like, hilarious photoshops of the carpinchos depicted as, like, freedom fighters mm-hmm. bravely liberating their occupied homeland. Yeah. And we don't speak Spanish, and we definitely don't know Argentinian Spanish. But the general sense we get from these memes is that a lot of Argentinians find it quite amusing that these rich people are so upset about their neighborhoods being completely invaded and overrun by 100-pound giant guinea pigs with little to no fear of humans. But as an ecologist quoted in The Guardian points out, uh, the Carpinchos aren't the ones invading Nordelta. Quote, it's the other way around. Nordelta invaded the ecosystem of the Carpinchos. Wealthy real estate developers with government backing have to destroy nature in order to sell clients the dream of living in the wild because the people who buy these homes want nature, but without the mosquitoes, snakes, or carpinchos. It's like if you live in Florida, like you expect a couple kids to get eaten by alligators. Why is there so many alligators? It's called spoilage. You live in Florida. It's breakage. Yeah. That's what you pay for. Look, it's a sacrifice. Yeah. If you want that lakefront property, you have to expect at least one, maybe two kids to get dragged into that lake once a year. You uh, you rolled the dice. Yeah. And now there's new modern risks that you take by living in Florida, but those. You know, when you move there, it's what you expect. Yeah. So. And, and uh, luckily, now you're not, in most cases, allowed to just shoot the animals you don't like. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite, like, classic old-school California things is that, uh, I guess, the, the beaches of Southern California were just covered in grizzly bears. Yeah. When the, They're not around the explorers, Yeah, they killed them all. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the beach is cool, but imagine how much cooler the beach would be if grizzly bears were just... Roaming it. Yeah, now we just have those dopey black bears. Yeah. Where you just gotta go, just go hey, to the trash. Hey! <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, another news about the difficulties of humans and animals coexisting. A woman in Belgium was recently banned from her local zoo after carrying on a four year affair with a chimpanzee. Oh my god. Scandalous. Mm. Which sounds like the right response for this zoo uh, to make uh, human chimp bestiality go away. Yeah. But thankfully, uh, reading just past the headlines, <laughs> this was uh, a purely emotional affair. Oh, thank God. Nothing sexual. At least, they stepped in before anything could happen. Yeah, not yet. Uh, this middle-aged woman here, Addie Timmermans, just happens to have developed a close bond with a 38-year-old chimpanzee at the Antwerp Zoo named Cheetah. And at least the age difference wasn't too bad. It was uh, acceptable in the realm of... Uh, I mean, this is a younger man. Yeah. I think, but uh, yeah, it's, it's nothing, uh, there's no grooming going on here. Yeah, maybe Although, the chimpanzee was an artist and she wanted to take the chimpanzee under her wing and started developing certain emotional connections to it, which then could have gotten taken too far. 
Yeah, and then on the chimpanzee's deathbed, she she takes his name and his likeness and sells it to the world, straight to the bank. And now it's on Twitch. People are very people are very confused by this. (laughs) this You watch the documentary. Yeah, Uh, she's been visiting him on a weekly basis for the past four years, and uh, photos show them getting along quite well from opposite sides of the glass. And now she is heartbroken that the zoo has torn her and Cheetah apart. Heartless. Yes. So Timmermans told Belgian outlet ATV. I love that animal, and he loves me. I haven't got anything else. Why do they want to take that away? We're having an affair, I'll just say. Other dozens of visitors are allowed to make contact. Then why not me? And again, despite this lady's choice of words about an affair, she was not, in fact, having sex with the chimp. Mm. Like that guy with the dolphin. That guy definitely fucked that dolphin. (laughs) And John McAfee definitely fucked a whale. He did. It's, he wrote about it. He, yeah. he admitted it. Um, but yeah, no, this lady and Cheetah, they just, they hung out regularly at the glass. They waved to each other and blew kisses at each other. They liked the, each other's presence, which sounds very wholesome and makes it understandable why this lady would be so distraught that she's now banned from seeing Cheetah anymore. I get it. Yeah, I mean, I get it too. So why is the zoo doing this though? Uh, it, as innocent as this affair seems, It's apparently not great for the chimp. A representative for the zoo said, when Cheetah is constantly surrounded by visitors, the other apes ignore him and don't consider him part of their group, even though it's important for him. He then sits on his own outside of visiting hours. An animal that is too focused on people is less respected by its peers. We want Cheetah to be a chimpanzee as much as possible. It's like when your guy in your friend group gets a girlfriend, can't spend any time with you. Slowly moves away from the friend group. Yeah. And it's hard to get back in. Yeah. Um, they, they got inside jokes that you don't know about anymore because you, you just walk up and start laughing, and then they're all like, "What was he laughing about?" No, you didn't come. You had to go on a, a date with your your girlfriend. Yeah. Um, look, this of course it makes sense, but it still sucks for Cheetah, and it sucks for the lady too. But mostly for Cheetah. Yeah, uh, Cheetah spent the first years of his life as a pet, and therefore is obviously more naturally drawn to humans, and now. Cheetah lives in a zoo where humans constantly show up to look at him. Yeah, what so do you expect the connection? To yeah. yeah. Look, poor Cheetah. And it's not the lady's fault that she, well, a little bit for her fault. But, like, Cheetah was a, a chimpanzee who was very interested in humans. Yeah, and I think, I, I, none of the articles mention this, but she has a very uh, colorful way of dressing. Which she I'm wears, sure, yeah. She, wears, she dresses like, you know, a lot of like 55-year-old women dress with the... Like a high school art teacher? Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> she dresses like a high school art teacher. And yeah. if I had to guess, I'm not a chimp psychologist, but he was probably drawn to that, at least initially. The same reaction an uh, angry bull would have if she walked past. <laughs> well, the opposite reaction. <laughs> well, well, I would want to get closer to her. Luckily, in this case, there's a piece of glass. We don't know. Cheetah could have ripped her arms off and beat her to death with them. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like she should be. She should be glad that this is how far the relationship went, and it could never have gone any further because yeah. things would have gotten real dark. This is actually the perfect ending. Yeah, it's the perfect relationship you can have. It could have ripped her face off. That one chip ripped the lady's face off, and they were friends. Yeah, this is the best. The ideal friendship with a chimpanzee is like with on, six inches on of glass, size of very thick glass, <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, I look. I went when I went to the San Diego Zoo. You what? You know the, the are they baboons? I should have learned his name. Uh, it's the, They got the colorful snout, but they can open up real big with the sharp teeth. It's got some fucking name. Orangutans? No, no. It's it, no, it's like a colorful red and blue uh, mouth. Uh, it's I got, think, I think it's like baboons. a baboon. Yeah, baboon. It has the big butt. Yeah. But this little one was sitting there staring at me. And look, it's... Did I feel a connection? Oh, yeah. Sure. I love I love making. Did a, I go back to the San Diego Zoo every single day? Oh, that's after my that? friend now. I need to come here on a regular basis. He yeah. probably misses me. I donated fifty thousand dollars that day and said, "Can I have my name on a plaque right there next to his?" Yeah, and look, it's better that she was visiting the zoo instead of like buying a fucking chimpanzee as yeah. a pet because yeah. that never ends well. Yeah, and those people are sick. This is much more healthy than that. Yeah, she could have been the next Tiger King. Mm-hmm. Yeah, except with her face ripped off. Anyways, uh, as for this woman, like. There's a lot of great uh, dog and cat rescues that would love to have someone come in and, and yeah. take an animal from them. The cool thing about uh, making a connection with animals is they don't have to be extremely dangerous wild animals that can kill you with little to no effort. You can get a, a, a little dog or a little cat I think the problem and spend is, all day with them. The problem is, is these 
uh, orangutans, apes, chimpanzees, all of that. Very human eyes. There's an immediate connection when mm-hmm. you lock eyes with these things. Like the little baboon that I'm friends with yeah. uh, that I go see every day. Like, there's something there. It's like, we get each other. We can't talk, but yeah. you're there. Like a dog, yeah, you get emotion from the dog, sort of from the eyes or whatever. The dog, you just get the general sense of love in most cases. Some dogs are assholes. But, like, I don't know, it's just different, like, looking at a fucking, like, it feels like you could talk to him. Yeah. We should look into that. Teach them how to talk. Teach them how to paint. Probably got secrets. Uh, get Coco out here, start doing the sign language, which I think they, they figured out wasn't real. Yeah. It was or, just mimicking or, a bunch of... Or it was at least, like, very overstated, like, how successful it actually was. Yeah. It's like the dogs that can push buttons to tell you they want a treat. Yeah. Treat. Of course they want a treat. Walk. <laughs> now. Wow, dogs want things, <laughs> the three things the dogs want. What do you want? <laughs> do you, well, I, I either want to be fed or to go outside and pee. Yeah. Oh, okay. But anyways, moving on now from that story of a non-sexual affair between a woman and a chimp to a very sexual story of an affair between a man and his vast pornography collection. So back in 2016, Michigan man David Working, now 43 years old, lived with his parents following a divorce and stayed there for uh, 10 months before moving to Indiana. He got divorced, had no place to go, stayed with his parents for a while, and then moved on. He arranged for his parents to ship all of his belongings from their house to his new address. But some of his valuables never arrived. (laughs) Specifically, 12 boxes of pornographic films, magazines, and sex toys, with some of that porn dating back to the 80s and 90s, making them essentially priceless. Yeah. Where's the porn, Mom and Dad? Turns out David's father, Paul, had no intention of sending David his porn collection and instead (laughs) chose to destroy it all. David was horrified at what had become of his library of Alexandria of porn and sued his parents for damages. I have to imagine the the scene looked much like uh, that old YouTube video where the guy drives over all the video games and the lawnmower. Isn't that McJuggernaut? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It was was a fake video, but it was hilarious. It was very good, yeah. Uh, The resulting lawsuit, though, produced some very clear-cut evidence in support of David's case uh, in the form of several emails between father and son arguing about the fate of that porn collection. My favorite Fast and the Furious movie. The fate (laughs) of the porn collection. The Daily Mail of all places has the most detailed breakdown of this case that we could find. So apologies for using them as a source. But it is what it is. Look, these kind of uh, outlets, Daily Mail, New York Post. They're good at this kind of story. They do the weird stuff uh, fairly well because no one else cares to run it. Exactly. Uh, From their reporting. The workings had told their son that he could not bring the pornography to their home. And if they found it, it would be destroyed. His father said in an email, Frankly, David, I did you a big favor getting rid of all this stuff. The parents kept some of the pornography, which they described as the worst of the worst, in a safety deposit box out of concerns it could be illegal. Jesus. Police reviewed the X-rated material and found no evidence of illegality and no charges resulted from it. They then threw it away. In one email, his father Paul said to him, I do not possess your pornography. It is gone. It has been either destroyed or disposed of. I may well have missed a few items that are now in your possession, but at this point, if you don't have it, it is gone. Ditto for your sex toys and smutty magazines. We counted 12 moving boxes full of pornography, plus two boxes of sex toys, as you call them. We began that day the process of destroying them, and it took quite a while to do so. Uh, More from that article. In another email, Paul, his father, said, David, I find your whole attitude towards women to be very disturbing. Women are not objects for you to masturbate with. They are people created by God, just as you were, and should be treated with respect and dignity. Back in high school, you joined a gang that made its money by distributing pornography to underage boys. I am sure that you remember the day when Mom and I discovered this and put a stop to it. At that time, I destroyed all of your pornography and reported your activities to Pinkerington High School officials and other parents. I also warned you that if I found pornography in my house again, I would destroy it. His father added that when he got married, he and his wife thought he'd become Mary's problem and they would no longer have to worry about him. Our fucking porn-addicted idiot son. She's his problem now. Oh, jeez, did you hear? He got divorced and he wants to come live with us in Indiana. Tell him no to that porn. He better, I better not see any porn coming in. Hey, what are all these 12 David, boxes? you got a lot of boxes here. What's, what's in the boxes? Uh, Your Criterion collection? Uh, I don't remember you being much of a cinephile. Pokemon cards? Uh, the, all, the article it also includes screenshots of a few emails between father and son about this whole conflict. Uh, here's one in which David accuses his father of stealing his porn collection to use for himself. There's plenty of porn on the internet if you want to watch that, Dad. Try YouPorn or X-Hamster. Believe me, I know you need it with Mom around. 
I needed it with Mary around. Meanwhile, for me, there are college girls out there waiting to be made into women. Ugh. Doubt it. Uh, in that this guy t- seems really uh, in fantasy land, I think. Yeah, now that I'm, oh man, now that I'm divorced, I'm just going to be picking up college chicks all the time. I'm a 39-year-old man, and this Did is... Did you see the thread of, uh, after it was announced that Stephen Curry's parents had gotten divorced, uh, there was some guy that was, like, pleading with uh, Stephen Curry's father to just, like, don't get divorced and just stay with the woman that you grew up loving. He's like, it's a different world out there. They're pegging and shit now, man. You can't handle this. They were born in the flames. They were born Rihanna's children's in the flames of chaos. You yeah. can't handle the kids these days. You think you can, but you can't. Yeah. It's a whole list of the, uh, of how the youth are completely different from how these uh, newly divorced 40-somethings uh, think that they are. You're not ready for all this butt stuff. No. Um, anyway, in that same email... Uh, David also lists several other missing items, non-pornographic, including a, a tambourine and several PlayStation Vita games. Now, those might be worth something. They might be. Yeah. The, the Vita was way ahead of its time. It really was. Uh, in another uh, email from Paul to David, uh, the father expresses his disgust at what he saw in David's collection. It is not natural or normal for a person to have sex with his or her mother. It is not natural or normal for a person to have sex with their father. It is not natural or normal for a person to have sex with their brother or sister. It is not natural or normal for a person to have sex with their son or daughter. It is not natural or normal for a person to have sex with any child, related or not. It is not natural or normal for a person to have sex with an animal. I found DVDs depicting all of these detestable practices in your collection. Such things should not be promoted, celebrated, or glamorized. Any civilization that tolerates or promotes these acts will not survive. Any individual that puts this garbage into his mind, whether or not he commits these acts, will also suffer. It should be no surprise to anyone that a person who watches this stuff every day will have nightmares and or strange dreams. Um, Yeah, I kind of, I hate to side with the father on this one. But, like, maybe it is a good thing that he got rid of all this stuff. I'm starting to think, yeah. Like, this is a huge porn collection. This is not normal by anyone's definition. And just based on their first names alone, you can tell that the father is deeply religious. Oh, yeah. Paul Paul and and David. Like, really? Like, of course this is going to be his reaction, even to lighter stuff. Like, clearly this guy, at least I would hope or assume, is, you know, has some DVDs from the very... Strangely popular genre of stepbrother, bro- step stepsister, yeah, that, stepmother porn. If I had to guess, that's what the dad's referring to. Because, yeah, I mean, again, they, they turned it over to the cops thinking there was crimes committed. And the cops were like, no, this is, like, no this is just what people are into these and, days. And uh, you can't have it back. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to go dispose of this in our porn lab. Yes. We're going we're gonna to put it in a, in a container in the middle of the street and throw a stick of dynamite in there. <laughs> blow it up. And blow it up safely. Yeah. We, we do you have, have to come to your house with the dynamite and blow we, it up in your house? We have to do it here in our special vehicle for uh, <laughs> destroying people's porn collections. Yeah. We can't just take it on the road. What if it blows up on the freeway? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I, like, it's unclear exactly what uh, Paul is referring to that email. It's probably stuff in, like, the, the barely legal and fake incest categories. Yeah. Um, a screenshot of part of the 17-page inventory of pornography that was destroyed does give us some insight into David's tastes. Uh, There's titles like Old Granny's Young Panties, (laughs) Your Mom Tossed My Salad, Uranus Experiment, Parts 1 through 4, Big Wet Asses 15, (laughs) Asian Chunky Chicks, Granny's Gone Anal, Parts 1 through 6, and Mother Daughter Exchange Club 2. So yeah, he's he's into the, the the family dynamic, clearly. And older ladies. I'd be upset if I was his dad, too. Yeah. Like, it's hard for me to, like, just be like, oh, this is silly. Like, he should have just given his porn collection back. It's like, imagine you open all this stuff up. Your son's already moved. Like, look, I don't want this in my fucking house. Yeah. I don't want to ship it across the country to you. Also, like, I mean, I don't know too much about David, but he was, like, basically homeless before his parents took him in, which leads me to believe he uh, doesn't have... Uh, a steady job or any uh, uh, he he hasn't uh, built much of a safety net for himself he's instead been spending thousands of dollars on pornography the only argument I could see here is if he had some like classic bangers that were actually worth money and then it's like okay well yeah he had like an original fucking film reel of like Debbie Does Dallas yeah if he's running like a successful uh, like vintage porn site but he's not 
This is all personal use. Yeah, this is and shit it's, that is... And it's very expensive. Already in the dumpster behind your local, like, porn s- store. Like, he's he's yelling at his dad. He's like, Dad, if you want all this porn, go on the internet. It's like, David, why don't you go on the internet? Why do you need all I these... Tried. <laughs> I tried! I need to hold the... It's, it's you like, can't find these! It's only on VHS! I can't yeah. take this down to the local place and have them transcoded to a DVD. It's not They'll the look at me weird. It's not the same. So at this point, it's hard to really side with. I mean, it, look, I sided with the father. I, I don't know too much more ab- about this other than what we're reading. Mm-hmm. So maybe there is some reason to side with David. I mean, like, yeah, on the morally, I, yeah, I side with the dad. But legally? I mean, he did leave it at his parents' house. Well, that was the parents' defense. But did it work? Uh, David clearly has a bit of a porn addiction and... Uh, didn't respect his parents' wishes when they gave him a place to live. But Paul is also extremely judgmental towards his son and destroyed a bunch of his son's property. But the courts don't care about family dysfunction. They only care about what's outlined in the case. And what we have here is a pretty clear-cut case of destruction of property worth thousands of dollars. So late last year, the court ruled in David's favor, with the judge saying, There is no question that the destroyed property was David's property. Defendants repeatedly admitted that they destroyed the property. Defendants do not cite any statute or case law to support their assertion that landlords can destroy property that they dislike. So, look, in the eyes of the court, David wins. David wins. And and that's it. We've got to live with it. This 43-year-old man has... uh, permanently uh, destroyed his relationship with his family over a dozen boxes of very old pornography. Yeah. Great job, guys. But now, eight months later, eight months after that ruling, the, the damages have finally been added up. This is a doozy. The, the judge has ordered the parents to pay a little over $30,000 to their son, plus another 14000 to their son's lawyer to cover his legal fees. Wow. So that, And that, and that $30,000 figure, which seems a bit much, that was determined by an expert in pornography valuation that was hired by the defense, meaning the parents. They I were know, this is worthless. So, yeah, you tell us how much it's worth. Um, so, yeah. And even the expert they hired was unable to provide uh, uh, much of a valuation for 107 titles in the very long list. They were that niche and rare. Uh, so, yeah, now David can finally start the long, expensive process of building up a, a brand new room-sized porn collection. Or, I don't know, maybe spend some of that money on, like, your daughter, who at this point will probably never be able to look you in the eye or respect you ever again after you uh, dragged your entire family through the mud in, very public in, fashion. in a very public fashion this way and uh, just brought shame to everyone all of your blood relatives, maybe uh, maybe this is a sign to uh, move on, David. You could start start fresh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And get a different hobby, maybe. At the very least, yeah. you can put that money to much more efficient use by signing up for OnlyFans, which now yeah. officially has explicit content allowed on the platform for the foreseeable future. Yeah, there you go. Give it back to the community. Your dad isn't going to find 12 moving boxes full of OnlyFans. It's on the internet. Yeah. On the computer. Yeah. So, there you go. They got everything you like. Grannies, <laughs> moms, sisters. Yeah. Sure. All that stuff. Uh, speaking of sex toys, though, here's some news that has absolutely nothing to do with sex toys. Blue Origin, the space company owned by Jeff Bezos, has released a scale model of their new Shepard rocket which carries Bezos, or which did carry Bezos and three other passengers into space last month. And there it is. You can have that. You can own it. You can have it in your possession. Yeah. Do with it what you will. Feels kind of weird putting the story right after the one about all the porn and sex toys. This is just a story about a rocket. Get your head out of the gutter. Yeah. Uh, This is clearly a normal space rocket in a convenient size that you can grip right in the palm of your hand that has no other intended uses at all. Yeah. Just wholesome educational fun for nerds of all ages. Yeah. It's great. You can just keep that on your desk or maybe in the drawer next to where you sleep. Next to your two, mount it right next to your two prized baseballs. Yeah. Anyways, moving on now to a a little murder hornet update. Oh, cool. So when we recently found out that the invasive Asian giant hornets were detected yet again in northern Washington, we figured that the authorities' experience dealing with 
these things the first time around would make tracking down this latest nest a lot easier. And we were right. Finally, because, right about something good. Yeah, just weeks after the first live murder hornet sighting of the year, they have already located that nest and put on their Among Us costumes and just vacuumed up the whole damn colony. 1,500 murder hornets in all. Yeah. So, yeah, mark down. That's just another dub for the Washington State Department of Agriculture. The thin yellow line between order and chaos in this country. I'm going to start waving a thin yellow line flag. Yeah. I support departments of agriculture (laughs) in Washington State and across the country. They're the only ones keeping the uh, yellow striped menace at bay. Yeah. Without them, we'd all be getting stung and there'd be no honey. So. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your service. Uh, we do have more news coming up uh, with, with the best headlines of the week. But first, this episode is sponsored by Bespoke Post. This summer, Bespoke Post is here to take your adventures to the next level with a new lineup of must-have Box of Awesome collections. Bespoke Post partners with small businesses and emerging brands to bring you the most unique goods every month, like this kit for learning uh, all about how to enjoy and appreciate whiskey, or this kit for brewing the perfect carafe of cold brew coffee. No matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered. From travel and outdoor gear to breezy summer styles and grooming goods, Box of Awesome has collections for every part of your life. To get started, take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help them pick the right box of awesome for you. They release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. It's free to sign up, and you can skip a month or cancel any time. Each box costs only 45 bucks, but has over $70 worth of gear inside. Get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code WEIRD at checkout. That is boxofawesome.com, code WEIRD for 20% off your first box. This episode is also sponsored by Raycom. You're probably spending more time outside outside nowadays uh, than you have been for a while. And no matter how you feel about getting back out there, there's no denying that it's an adjustment. And when the world gets too loud, it's great to be able to make your own soundtrack by popping in a pair of Raycon wireless earbuds. Whether it's upbeat music to pump you up or something more meditative to calm you down, Raycons are great for dealing with the everyday hustle and bustle. We take ours damn near everywhere we go. It's walks, jogs, working out, having something to listen to while grocery shopping. Telling you right now, Raycons are the best way to listen. They come with a bunch of little gel tips for your comfort, and unlike some other brands, they don't stick out of your ears. Raycons have a 32-hour battery life, so you can listen to what you want, when you want, for a really, really long time. They start at half the price of other premium audio brands, but they sound just as good, and Raycons come with a 45-day happiness guarantee. So you really can't lose. Give them a try. You'll see what we mean. Create your own soundtrack with Raycon. Right now, our viewers can get 15% off your Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash weeklyweird. That is buyraycon.com slash weeklyweird to save 15% on Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash weeklyweird. All right, now for the best headlines of the past week Mm -hmm. or so. Starting with Trump, maybe not that bright, says Alex Jones after the former president defended vaccines. It's crazy that Alex Jones is still like down this path, considering all the legal troubles and uh, just being cast aside from every other person uh, that well, gave him. Alex Jones, I mean, he, yeah, he his legal troubles have gotten in, in, in a lot of problems due to his conspiracy theorizing. But now now he's just a right wing commentator yeah. whose, whose views on the world are really not that different. And probably more representative of the conservative base than most conservative media. Yeah. Um, he started off as this like big anti-government libertarian guy. And now he, he loves half the government. Because well, he got a little bit of taste of it when yeah. Trump was in office. He got invited to the right parties and met people and stuff like that. So he's probably like, look, there's a lot of there's a lot of money to be made in shilling for these people. Yeah. So, But uh, yeah, even for Alex Jones, the vaccine stuff. That's that's where that's the the final straw with Trump. So that that rally shit. I mean, that was like over a week ago, but it's still like the funniest thing. Like, yeah. These What's people these is, people worship him and the second he's just like, "Hey, I did get a vaccine. You all saw me do it." Yeah. Also, like, I was, he like tapped his arm. He's like, "Yeah, it's good stuff." I was president and like that was one of the last things I did was like trying to get this vaccine out and, as quickly as possible. One of the actual good successful things that he did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I he maybe want he maybe asked for a bit more credit than he, deserved, he really yeah. deserves because, like, you mean Pfizer and whatnot. I mean, but he put the plan in place yeah. to be like, get this fucking and done. He did and, negotiate yeah. the deals to get the vaccines in the country, and uh, yeah, just seeing the the big crowd just start booing this yeah. man that they 
would give their life for. The second he starts saying, hey, I don't know, maybe. You don't have to, but well, I did. It, maybe just get a little bit, a little vaccine. I don't want to say it's funny, but it is a little suspicious that like every other day in the news, you see a conservative radio host who has died of COVID-19. It's because unlike the conservative TV hosts who all actually got vaccinated. And have to in order to enter yeah. the building because there's an actual production around it. The radio guys, they apparently all believe their own bullshit and actually didn't get vaxxed. And uh, yeah. yeah, they're dropping like flies. And I I mean, I was just looking at uh, so just the amount of people that are dying. But then also the fact that uh, a lot of people from like California, New York are moving to red states throughout the pandemic. I'm just like, this pandemic could be, could move the Overton window left mm. more than like anything that's happened in like 50 years for like indirect reasons. Yeah. Just like Republicans fucking dying. And then a lot of people being able to work from home in cheaper places. So they're moving to red states and filling the gap. I mean, you got to hand it to them for, you know, uh, they would rather die than live in, uh, you know, socialist America. That's right. So, so they, they did. They stuck to their principles. <laughs> they're, they're principled. From my so. cold, dead hands. Okay. All right. Horrifying and amazing. Giant tortoise filmed attacking and eating baby bird. Oh, that is horrifying and amazing. It is uh, the strangest animal that shouldn't be eating other animals videos I've seen since the horse eating the bird. And they don't show the actual bite, but they do show the first, uh, the, the moments leading up to it. And it's just this giant tortoise just... Yeah. Trying. It's too slow, but it, I guess it's persistent, just like the tortoise from the story. Yeah. He sticks to sticks to the plan, and eventually he gets... Might not get there first, but he gets there. Yeah. Eventually he bites that baby bird in half and gets... Well, in the story, he does get there first because the, the rabbit rests on its laurels. Yeah. And then the, the tortoise bites the rabbit's head off and says, mmm, <laughs> delicious. Bet you didn't know I liked eating that. Yeah. Then he tapes the rabbit's foot to its shell. Yeah. As a warning and good luck. This is another nature's healing. Mm-hmm. Maybe tortoises love eating birds. They just we haven't just done do, it when we we're around. Them. Yeah, because yeah. they do quick sometimes. Finally, I can eat birds in peace. All it took was one lazy bird to show <laughs> the world. Well, uh, great. Now we know that. Yeah. Don't get your birds near your giant tortoise, which are also another animal that I saw at the San Diego Zoo, and it's fascinating. Oh, giant tortoises. I saw... Uh, also, I don't want to be anywhere near them. They're actually kind of like weirdly scary to be around. They're huge, yeah. and they like to have sex a lot. And their whole fucking head looks like a giant wiener. Yeah, it's, it's uh, veiny. It's fucking. It's. I yeah. I, was, I did not have an emotional connection with the giant tortoise. I saw some Galapagos tortoises at the uh, uh, Auckland Zoo in mm-hmm. New Zealand, and uh, yeah, you you turn a corner, and you're like, wow, I can't <laughs> even. My brain is having trouble processing. This animal that's the size of a small car. Yeah, they're fucking massive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, don't let your don't let your birds near them. Mm-mm. They will. They're they hungry. Might take a while, but they'll get them eventually. And if they don't eat your bird, they'll fuck your other tortoise to death. They will. Mm-hmm. Michael Caine says he spent eight years trying not to blink. Well, I tried eight years trying not to blink. Michael Caine. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he. And this is the thing. He, he, he's still to this day in movie roles. You will not find a clip of Michael Caine blinking. It's like one of his signature moves. Mr. Wayne. He does not blink on camera because he read when he was like a young man a hundred fucking years ago. He read in a book about acting that uh, you should. It was written by the first actor. Yeah, you shouldn't <laughs> blink too much. And he took that very much to heart. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he said for eight years he tried to literally never blink during the day. Can someone come mist my eyes, please? Which, yeah, it must have been extremely uncomfortable. Yeah, once you get like once you're used to it though, maybe it's like, yeah, like I got dry eyes. Yeah. They don't I don't need to blink as much. I'm built different. I don't know. And uh yeah. But yeah, if you if you ever watch a movie with Michael Caine in it, he will not blink. And uh I think Anthony Hopkins is. There's another probably guy that does people that. that are now going through every role to like find clips of him blinking. Like that'd be a good YouTube, a good old school YouTube compilation. Michael Caine yeah. blinking. There is a, there's an, a great old YouTube video of like an interview with him in the 70s where he's just talking about not blinking. He's like, and I'm talking and I'm acting and I'm, I don't blink and I don't blink and I just keep on going and I don't blink. I never blink. Oh, it's like one of those things like now I'm thinking about myself blinking on camera. Yeah. It's like the, the old 4chan thing where you're like, you're now breathing manually. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh God, yeah. I have to do this all the time? It's a real big problem if you're smoking weed. Like, wait. Oh God. The other big thing on weed is, like, 
if you forget that you did anything slightly uh, strenuous, like not not that walking up the staircase is strenuous or like going out for like a walk. Why am I so windy? No, you're 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 like, why is my heart beating so fast? Am I having a heart attack? And it's like, (laughs) no, you literally just walked four flights of stairs to get like, to get down to like a movie theater or something like that. Yeah, you're just more aware of it. Yeah. You're more in tune with your body and it's terrifying. (laughs) The human body is a scary place to live inside. I like having uh, some separation between me and what my body's doing. Yeah. Texas man strips off clothing at school board meeting to express thoughts on masks. And this was interesting because I saw this. So I'm like, hmm. oh, it's probably another probably another one of these psycho parents who's losing their damn mind at these school board meetings about how their kids are all sovereign citizens mm. and don't have to wear masks because the virus is fake and they got plenty of horse paste at home. Yes. But no, this guy, uh, this guy did a little bit of trolling. He got up there and he's like. Oh, so I guess you shouldn't wear clothes now? Yeah, he's yeah. just like. I don't believe the government has any rights over me. That's why on my way here, I drove through every red light, didn't wear my seatbelt. I come, I go to the store. They tell me I have to wear clothes. I don't think so. So yeah, he. Uh, well, did he get his point across? Did everyone change their minds? Um, probably not. I don't think anyone's minds are being changed anymore. No, I, I did. Look, I do want to say uh, that reminds me. I want to give a shout out to. There were people in the in the comments, and actually, people that I have heard through secondhand information in real life, not related to me, unfortunately, but have heard that um, the FDA approval did actually make that, they were like, okay, now that it's approved, I'm going to go get the vaccine. There were people in our comments that said that they actually were waiting and that they went and got it. And I and look, if that's what it took, then I, you know what? I appreciate Better it. Better late than never, I and guess. And same with uh, the friends of friends who I have heard went down and got it after FDA approval. Like, look, if at least you're consistent. Yes. Yes. Because a lot of people aren't. How a noble of, of you. A lot of people are like, why would I take a drug that hasn't been FDA approved? And then it gets approved and they're like, why would I trust the FDA? Why would I trust the FDA? Yeah. So I do want to give a shout yeah. out to people who, you know, actually walked the walk and went and got it after the FDA approval, if that's what you were waiting for. So here's your participation award. Thank you. An Alabama man thought he'd been shot by an intruder. It turns out it was his wife's boyfriend secretly living in their house. Oh, no. Oh, this is all bad. Oh, I've been cooked. Oh, I've been shot and I've been cooked. Yeah, it's not really the great day in that guy's life. It's very. And then she burned my porn collection. Yeah. This woman, just the the balls, the cojones on this woman for uh, trying to hide her boyfriend in the same house she lives in with her husband. I don't know how long it lasted. I don't know who was getting cucked in that situation because the boyfriend's sitting there watching the uh, wife and husband. This woman, I think, just likes having control over men. Yeah. Um, And also, like, the reason this gunfight broke out was because the wife went to her husband and said, I think there's an intruder in the house. Get your gun. Go deal with them. So interesting that she would do that. I want you guys to fight over me. Yeah, I think that she's probably, like, because there are some women out there who weirdly thrive on that sort of conflict so um probably best for both these guys i hope they can work it out and become bros and leave this crazy bitch behind them the two biggest football fights based on video evidence uh so far this year were caused by like like women starting fights for their boyfriends yeah. and husbands yeah fucking pouring drinks on people and then the guy turns around and like what the fuck boom yeah it's like whoa like <laughs> How about, like, you don't fucking pour drinks on people? That's why you don't date a woman like that. Like, it is, <laughs> they will get you in trouble. They think having a man is like having a, a bodyguard. Yeah. You don't I want don't know. That. You don't yeah. want that chaos. You don't want, you don't want to mess with you that. You don't want any part of this. <laughs> Venomous sea snakes are trying to have sex with scuba divers, study says. Oh, so they're not trying to bite me. They're just trying to uh, fuck me. Oh no! Oh no, <laughs> no, I'm scuba diving! I'm trying to swim away so quickly, but oh my gosh, no, they're gonna catch me! Ah! Oh no! Oh, I've ripped my wetsuit! Oh no! <laughs> oh man, but they are venomous, so don't go messing around. Yeah, this is in Australia. I mean, this is a relief because everything else there wants to kill you, but this one just wants to fuck you. Yeah. And it could kill you if it wanted to. And but that's it the risk you're like, that's the thrill of it, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah. That's that's how they get off. Just like that lady gets off on uh, the danger of having two men in the same house yeah. uh, who have guns. Uh, this, if you're a diver in Australia, you get off on the idea that uh, this this sea snake is gonna is gonna go up your butthole and it could kill you at any moment if it if wanted it, to. If it chooses to, yeah. And it's 
a little bit different from the chimpanzee because these snakes do want to fuck. It has that power over you. This is a, the ultimate dom-sub relationship. Is uh... You know what would make this a lot safer? Six inches of glass. <laughs> you safer, still but... have, you know, the sexual tension there, yeah. but uh, nothing bad's going to happen. But nothing good's going to happen either. I just love the idea of a bunch of scuba divers being like, Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> please, better, please don't do it to me. We better swim out of here. Oh, geez, my <laughs> fins. My fins fell off. Oh, gosh. Oh, geez. Oh, I can't go too fast or I'll get compression sickness. Oh, I'm, uh, I just need to get this wetsuit off. It's too restrictive. It's slowing me down. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> oh, next headline. Who asked for this? We don't know. But Flamin' Hot Mountain Dew is here anyway. I'm going to try and order this. I, I think uh, I am it intrigued. sounds good. Yeah. It's limited. It goes on sale on Tuesday. You can only buy it off their website. But mm. I uh, I can't imagine it tastes good, but I'd still want to try it. You know what? It's to just going to be like every other thing that happens like this where it's like it'll t- taste different enough and close enough to what maybe the yeah. Flamin' Hot uh, thing is. But it's like it's just gonna taste like nothing when you get to the bottom of it. Yeah. It's like when you do the uh, the suicide at the the self serve machine where you put all the flavors into one big gulp. Yeah. It's I like mean, yeah. I mean that tastes like something. I'm curious. I, I this could potentially be a great uh, like Bloody Mary mix. You mix some vodka, a flaming hot Mountain Dew, a whole piece of celery, a celery stick. Yeah. Although these days you gotta have like a fucking burger Bacon, and yeah, all this shit. It's getting out of hand, but uh, it'd be a good uh, breakfast uh, caffeine and alcohol uh, heart attack to get because uh, you're going to brunch. You're ordering a cup of coffee and a, and a, a Bloody Mary. So get get both. Kill two birds with one stone and those birds being your brain and your heart with a flaming hot Mountain Dew Bloody Mary. What's the worst that could happen? Or mix it with a beer. You got yourself the worst uh, Michelada ever. Well, uh, order order some for the show. We'll try it on the show. Yeah, let's try to remember to get it. I'll, I feel like it's going to fly off the shelves, though. Yeah, it's going to be like anything with a Supreme logo on it. Yeah, I am. Regardless of what happens, I do want to see what Review Bra thinks of it. If he can get his hands on it, it might be too exclusive for him. I feel like companies... At this point, they send him this kind of stuff. Yeah. Or he has, he has like, he has people out there across the world finding items for him like this. Yeah. He can try any fast food that's within driving distance of the villages, mm-hmm. which is where I assume he lives. Yeah. Because he, he is a 70-year-old, The youngest year old. resident <laughs> of the villages, uh, you know, technically he's not allowed to live here, but. We let him slide. We talked to him for a few minutes, and yeah, he can stay here. He drinks soda pop out of a wine glass. Yeah. It's hilarious. We all love him for it. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Cruise landed a helicopter in a family's field, then offered them a ride. What can't he do? That's this Tom Lord Cruise. Zinu. Okay. Did you see all the other, like, fluff about uh, his next two movies, uh, Mission Impossible, Which whatever, is still shooting. And something else that he, uh, oh, Top Gun or something like yeah. that. Just, like, he logged, like, however many thousands of hours in, like, a fighter jet and, like, did a bunch of motocross jumps and stuff like that. And it's just like, dude, Tom, you have nothing to prove to anyone. He just loves it. I mean, good for him. He's good for he, him. If a big company's going to foot the bill for all of your like fun, extreme sports shit, like, sure. He and is. They're not, not going to let you die. Yeah. He, he is starting to look a little old, though. Finally. You know, finally, yeah. Like, I mean, he still looks like 10 years, 15 years younger than he actually is. But yeah. he's like, I saw a picture of him recently. And I'm like, he, yeah, Tom Cruise is not young anymore. Yeah. But he's still, he's weighed like 60 years old. He looks fucking <laughs> yeah, great. He looks... It's not, he doesn't look old. He, he, he is old, yeah. but he looks fucking great. He does. It's weird. It's like... Uh, That's that Scientology magic. Yeah. He, like one step below him for looking old, but still good is like Rob Lowe. Yeah. And um, the guy that... Jennifer Aniston. Uh, Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez. Yes. And then uh, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd looks great. Keanu Reeves. They're all starting to show a little bit, though. Because yeah. Keanu Reeves, especially when he doesn't have facial hair. Bill and Ted 3 was like, whoa. That's yeah. how you look under that? Yeah. Yeah. But he still looks great. He looks great. So there you go. Coyote wanders into Los Angeles classroom. Oh, Nature. if it's not the COVID, it's the coyotes. Nature is healing. This is, uh, yeah, they, they finally went back to school. First day of class, there's just a, a coyote just... Posted up in the corner. And just like the bears, you're just supposed to go, hey, yeah. get away. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, 
I, I love coyotes. Anytime I see one in the city, which is often, it's, it is a joy to me. It's like seeing a little bit of nature, except it's uh, in the neighborhood. And if you have a cat or a dog, you need to get them indoors right now. Yeah, see, the, I came face to face with one this year, but out in the wild. Yeah. So it's a little more intimidating. And I did the thing. I was like, Aah! I had my bike and I was like, Aah! and it just yeah. stared at me. And I was like, okay, I'll leave. Yeah, they don't give a fuck about humans. They will only attack you if you're... If you must, you got to do something wrong. Well, that was the thing was I was riding out afterwards and a guy with his dog and the dog wasn't on a leash. He was throwing the ball. Ooh. And I was like, hey, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Like, that could be a problem. Yeah. They, uh, he seemed undeterred by the, I, I, when I was like, look, hey, there's a coyote right there. Your dog is, it was a pretty decent sized dog though. And he's yeah. just throwing the ball on the trail. And I was like, just to let you know, there's a coyote up there. And he's like, eh, it's fine. And I was like, hey, look, your life. I mean, I think you're only really in trouble if they're in packs, which I, I've walked my dogs yeah. late at night, especially early you in the pandemic. You can hear them at night. Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah, for some reason, my street, we get just like packs of them, like a dozen coyotes. And, I would say uh, it's probably because you have a lot of stray cats in your area. I have found dead cats on yeah. my walks as well. Yeah. But uh, lovely animals. I love seeing them on the golf course. They're, they're really pretty. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful Same animals. with bobcats. Well fed. Bobcats are beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Also something that I enjoy seeing from afar. Yes. And look. Did I go on the San Diego Zoo website after I got home a few days later and try to look up the name of that baboon? Sure. Yeah. But I couldn't find it. Oh. And uh, I'll just have to wait till next time. Yeah. Till we meet again, Mr. Baboon. Yeah. And final headline. This is horrifying. Man dies after using adhesive instead of a condom during sex. But he just glue his... Glued his pee hole closed. And how did he die? Is it come blue back inside of him and bloom up? I guess. I haven't been able to find specific information, but yes, I imagine... Uh, I, it could, it's probably poisoning or something, but... Imagine he nutted and it just... Pff, blew his balls off and yeah. bled to death. Yeah, just complete organ failure. It's blowback, so... Um, don't do that. Pull-out yeah. method isn't perfect, but it's better than uh, sticking super glue <laughs> up your pee hole. Yeah. Because you're, you're going to have to pee at some point, too. Yeah. Now I'm, like, picturing it, and I'm picturing him put one of those, like... You know, like the really strong glue that comes in the tiny one, but it's super strong. Yeah. And it has like that, uh, like cone, the tiny cone, it just like sliding that, like you know, like an inch up there, and then just like draining it out. Yeah. Like that's probably what did it. Probably. That's probably what he did. Ugh. He's because he's probably not just shooting Elmers up there. No, no, I, I believe it was as a strong adhesive. We Elmer's, don't know which one. Elmer's is for putting on your hands. Yeah. And you let it dry and you peel it off like it's skin. Yeah. Everybody has fun with Elmer's. Yeah. Put a little on your face. Ooh, oh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good time. But not, uh, the not in your dick hole. Don't put glue in your penis. Or asshole. Or any orifice. Yeah, just don't. Yeah. Don't Stay away. It. Don't drink it. Don't shove it inside you. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, if you want to know about the civil rights movement, specifically Martin Luther King Jr., but you don't want to open up a history book, you want yeah. to experience it in Fortnite, well, you can learn all about that experiment um, on our most recent episode yeah. of News Dump. And then if you want to see how Jacob Wall is... How he's doing. ...getting screwed and how OnlyFans is unscrewing, uh. check out our most recent episode of uh, Tech News Day. Watch both of those over there. Subscribe to the channel. Hit the like button. And uh, we'll see you soon. Bye-bye.